Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. If you ask him to stop, don't start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Uh, do you ever do fake concerts at the crib? Of course. Who? Of course I do. Who? Who's like your go-to? Or if oh, you like had... Dare Con? Like singing someone's music? Yeah, Kid yeah. Cudi? Kid Cudi's a go-to for me. Okay. I do a lot of Kid Cudi performances in my bedroom. Okay. Kanye's another one. I've okay. done The Runaway many times, uh-huh. especially the point. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what part I'm talking about where he does that for like five minutes? No. On the long cut of Runaway? No. Happy birthday, Kanye. It was his birthday last weekend. <laughs> I do. I don't do hip-hop often. Mostly because... Oh, I mean, of course there's other... I do Bon Iver. Okay. Okay. Who else? So we got Frank. King Cuddy. Kanye. Frank. All right. Frank. Funk. And Frank Nina. Ocean. And Nina Simone. Very interesting. I've been doing a weird gyration. <laughs> oh, Cinnamon. Where you got come? Oh, Cinnamon. Would you do that in front of Anna? Never. <laughs> never. I don't trust people like that. I would never do it in front of Jess. I've no. known her for over... A decade. Yeah, I, uh, that's my thing. What it, about you? What do it you feels doing? too raw. Yeah. Uh, I do. I don't do. I generally don't do hip hop at all. So I'll do like first album, uh, Maroon Five, <laughs> like Sunday morning, and uh, she was only seventeen. Yeah, dude, those songs are tight, man. <laughs> Those songs are tight. Or or some of like their uh B sides from like those first two albums mm-hmm. I'll do. Um I'll do I'll do some Justin Timberlake from like Future Love Sex oh, Sounds course. or twenty twenty. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. She likes it, then she knows it. I'll do I'll do those. Uh if I do hip hop, I will do like old school Kanye. Uh, like everything before 808s. Of course. I mean, but 808s is a great album 808s is a great album to perform. I just don't know it as well. I feel that. Like, in my body. Can we talk about Future Love Sex Sounds for a second? Yes. I think that album's underrated. I do too. I think, I didn't like it when it first came out. No. But it's an album that has grown on me, kind of like 808s has too. The uh, interlude on Love Struck. It's great. Whoo! When he slows it down. Yeah. And the violins come in? Yeah. It's good, dude. Is that also the album where uh Until the End of Time is on? Uh it's so many good fucking tracks on There's that album. There's so many singles on that album. Yeah. What comes around uh, what comes around goes around goes around, uh, goes around again back, back again. Around. Yeah, that uh, one is Yeah, oy. dude. I, that I, album literally has so many singles. Yeah. My love. So good, dude. So good. Yeah, it's such a fun I just think that we Think about Sexy Back, and everyone's just like, oh, I don't like that song because it was overplayed at the time. Right. But that is so little of what that album was. Right. Most of the songs don't sound like Sexy Back. They don't. And Sexy Back, while it is, in theory, a very bad song. Because it's so techno-heavy. Because it's so... It's so electronic. Yeah. It's not in a like bad way. a not terrible a, no, song. No, no. And it was a... 
It was a bop. And for like those two years, Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado were in charge. Yeah, that's what Nelly Furtado, I forgot about her. Remember that they have that song together? No. It's like that. It's the it's Justin Timberlake, Nelly Furtado, and and uh, Timbaland. They have a song as a trio. Remember when Timbaland was trying to do music? Timbaland. I mean, hasn't he always been trying to do? He's music? always been a producer, but I mean, he was trying to be it, like front. Yes, because he always would do like little like features. Or... Yeah, but he was never. I mean, he that's he dropped an album. He uh, what's that song? It's like. Uh, Maybe you can get a tip because I like you just the way you oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so bad. He uh, <laughs> he was the DJ, the last Jay-Z concert I went to. Oh, for real? Of course. It was That's where he him and be. Timbaland. That's where he should be. But he had like a set. Oh, no. It was only like 15 minutes. You and it was I like you just the way you are. He didn't do that shit because he knew people would hate that. <laughs> he just basically played all his tracks and then just did his. Dirty. So, yeah. Can y'all really feel me? He just did that for the entire fucking time. What's the name of the band that did Apologize? It's too late. Yeah. Apologize. Remember they released that song and then Timbaland was just like, yo, let me go on and just remix this. And all the remix was him just going, eh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> he just added himself going, eh, yeah. it's too late to apologize. It's too late. And then you hear him go, eh, eh, yeah. That's it. That's all he added to it, bro. It's the same song, but now it just has featuring Timbaland, and it just, he just added that. I guess he added, like, drums, but yeah. One Republic. One Republic. That's right. Man, they were trash. But uh, they were of the time. They were so of the time. That's when everyone was, like, trying to create the new Coldplay. Like, the... You, speaking of Coldplay, dude, I, like, listened to uh, whatever, I forget, Viva La Vida. Oh, man, that album used to go. That album is fucking great, That dude. album like, used to go. I know ever since they did the Super Bowl, people like shit on them now and stuff like that, but let's not act like the first three Coldplay albums weren't tight as shit. Come There's on, a reason bro. why Viva Kanye and Jay-Z and all of them was fucking with them, Yeah, because Chris <laughs> Martin was dope. Dude, they oh, were making man. hits, dude. They uh, were making hits. What's the, what's the lead single on that? It's the... Uh, 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 I used to rule the world, man. And then the fire in my enemies. And then Paradise came on, and I was like, "Oh, this shit is so good." There's even that instrumental one on it. It goes doom, do do doom, do doom, do 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 and it's just the instruments, and it the whole song is like that. Yeah, I cry when I listen to that song. It's such a good fucking album, dude. It is such a good. I forgot about it i actually owned it and then like one of the songs came on while i was shuffling spotify and i was like shit i haven't heard this song in a minute so i went back and listened to the album mm-hmm. I was like this album fucking it goes hit, man. it goes i look i think that there's just a lot of hate going around sometimes because we don't like when things are popular that's true and i know that to be true because i've missed out on so many netflix movies because i'm just like oh everyone's talking about it. i don't want to watch it yeah always be my maybe how about not <laughs> I still haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I will watch it, but I haven't. I, I hate to know, jump on a popular train Exactly. Quick. Like, Booksmart, I went in there as such a skeptic, but it was a fun movie. I hated the first 20 minutes of that movie. I mean, it's it. look, I don't, I'm not saying this to be sexist. It's super bad. I mean, sure. It hits all the same plot beats up until someone throws up on someone while they're having sex. Yeah, yeah, which is a very <laughs> funny scene. And then they even do the look... 
They even do the look back and forth at the end of the movie. Yeah. I think it's better directed than Super Bad. Yeah. I think Olivia uh, yeah, Wilde. Olivia Wilde was great. She did a great directorial the, debut. Yes. Some of the sequences in that movie, I'm just like, holy shit, this is so well directed. Yeah. It is. It is a. I, I enjoyed it. I hated the first 20 minutes in the movie because I was just like, this is just like every other movie that is exactly like this. Yeah. Um, can I say? Can I say something, too? Say it. Say it. Be honest. I'm kind of over when a movie like this comes out. People acting like it's some great champion for here feminism. Comes, here comes some ladybird hate. Because here comes the ladybird hate. It's not even ladybird, dude. It's just like, let me preface it with this. Yeah, preface it. Preface it. There are way too many male stories. Yes. There are way too many white male stories. 100%. But let's not act like there are not a lot of white women stories either. Ooh, <laughs> like, let's just not act like it. Because ooh, there are. Sounds like a classic Culture Kings episode because somebody's <laughs> upset. There <laughs> are. And is it as many? No. Could there be more female-driven stories? Or I, I, could there be more women-driven stories? Absolutely. But when one comes out and it's just another white woman movie, I'm like, you know what we really don't see? A lot of coming of age black women stories. That's facts. You want to know That's the last? Facts. You want to know the last black woman coming of age story? Bill Street. <laughs> like, I mean, like, let's be real. <laughs> like, let's be real, dude. Whenever a black woman has a coming of age story, it's a sad fucking tale. I don't disagree. And I'm just like, I don't disagree. So a part of so the first twenty minutes of that movie, I just sat in the theater stewing because That's I was like, why, this annoys me. That's why I love Jessica Williams movie. Uh, yeah. It was just a straight, I mean, you know, maybe she didn't have to be hooking up with Chris O'Dowd, but it was just a straight rom-com with a black lead. Mm -hmm. And that's it. No. What was the name of that movie again? Oh, man. Because I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the movie. I just call it the Jessica Williams movie. Yeah. Because I think her character is like the life of Jessica, it's like uh, something Jessica James. And it's like, why don't you just call it Jessica Williams? Yeah. Yeah, man. I so listen, and if there's anybody out there who's upset about me saying that, you know, feel free. We can have a conversation about it. I, I'm I'm willing to defend what I'm saying. Uh, because what I'm not saying is there's enough women stories. I'm not saying that. The incredible uh, Jessica James. Okay, got you. That's what I'm not saying. They're, no, they're, what you're saying is ain't no black ladybird. Yeah, there's no black ladybird. There is no like uh, uh, like any true person of color, Ladybird, or there, where's the person of color book smart? Where's the black book smart? Yeah, I uh, understand what you're saying. You know, so it's just like, yeah, we can have more of these stories, and it's great, but let's not act like it. All right, nope. it's, if it's a hundred, if it's a hundred women movie, if it's a hundred men movie, if it's a hundred movies that come out, eighty-five of them are male dominated, fifteen of them are women dominated. That number is a large Awful. disparity. Awful. But those 15 are all white. And you could say that if you're just going on the color spectrum, 90 are white, 10 are people of color. Not even black. Yeah, just people, people of, of color. color. Yeah. And people of color have to split it. Like like that uh, uh that whole idea of like, oh, well, minorities are going to become the majority. You're just talking about all of minorities as a group. As a group. And the second next thing is still white. Mm -hmm. And the <laughs> so, right. We need to put all of us together. To Just to make you second numbers. as a one. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Uh, you were about to say something about the Ghostbusters. 
the all the old lady Ghostbusters. I thought that's what you were about to say. No, I am. Why are you setting me up to get in trouble? Uh, <laughs> what you guys I, say about the Ghostbusters? At no point did I ever say anything about Ghostbusters. I could have sworn. I, heard I you swear say to God, I didn't say. Maybe I started saying something with the letter G, but at no point Jesus was like, "You were about to say something about." What's your, what's your take lady. on the Ghostbusters? I don't have <laughs> at no point did I even think to say something about Ghostbusters. I could have swore and I heard it. Said, I think you're about to say something about the lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> you about to say that? No. It actually wasn't that damn good? Is that well, what you're about to say? Okay. If you want to talk about it, here's something I think needs to be allowed. Because I think that one of the reasons, I was going to say actually, well, one thing I was about to say is closest, maybe that's how you heard it, the closest I felt like we've got to a coming of age movie with black people in it and someone please correct me i don't know a lot of things i know uh, but like i think of the wood and then i also <laughs> think of so but then i also think of yeah. dope which is crazy because yeah. it's from the same exact guy who directed the wood yeah <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so the fact that both contributions that come to my mind are from the same dude and i think 10 15 years apart mm. is insane to that's me. insane dude yeah so that was my thoughts when i was watching book smart it, it, it eventually did Grow on me just from a from a audience it's watching a, a movie. movie. It's a perspective. fun movie. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, there was that meme going around of all the uh, movies coming of age movies with teenage white women all underwater. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you see that? It was yeah. like you know black people can swim too, although yeah. we can't. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and, you know, I'm not, and listen, I'm not trying to say that that movie was that that movie should have been made. Now I think something though to be said about that right is because even if you think of like coming of age black shows freshmen of bel-air yeah fantastic show mm. white creators sure right andy borowitz and his wife yeah uh and maybe i said borowitz incorrectly i apologize to be uh, to yes right white creators i will i do want to give Quincy Jones props, though. Of course, as an executive uh, producer. That. Yeah, as yeah, an executive yeah. producer. But as someone who writes in a room, like, that I means very little. Very little. It's a vanity title. Yeah. Not saying that he didn't deserve that title. What I'm saying is, when I say vanity title, in Hollywood, sometimes you have a big name attached to something Just because so it, it, pushes it, it pushes it forward. Yeah. So his entertainment company represented it, but the it people was... who were writing it, like at least from my knowledge, the head writers were white. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, Quincy Jones wasn't in, in the room pitching. Not Although, at all. I would love to see that image of him being like, you know, Michael Jackson actually was a thief. <laughs> like, all right, Quincy, we're trying to break this episode. Like, we're trying to figure out what Will is doing, and he's just like telling stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that one of the reasons why these movies are resonating so hard is because, and I'm going back to your point as well, is because they're finally being created by female voices, right? Like, you have Sixteen Candles, which is a coming of age story from a woman with a white woman lead, but it was written by a man, John Hughes. Yeah. And so I think, or directed by John Hughes, maybe also written. But I think that being said, only furthers your point, Jaquise, in that, well, yeah, we want those stories too, and we also want them to be being made by black women directors. Yeah. Like, I think that only furthers your point. Yeah. I, I would love that. That realization. It's like, yeah, y'all had the stories and they were told by men. 100%, right? Like, election t made by a man. Something yeah. like that. But we'd also like these stories to be made by women. Yeah. And I think that's why that's why Booksmart, like, worked well. Because, well, I don't know who wrote it. I know Olivia was, well directed it. Was it was three different writing teams. Really? So these two women sold a script back right after Superbad. They had this feeling of being like, oh, 
we want our own version. They sold it. And as happens in Hollywood, uh, it got shelved for a bit. And then another woman took it up, rewrote it. Then it got shelved for a bit. And a third woman wrote it and then rewrote it. And then that's the version that got made recently. And it was updated heavily. Can you guess which parts were updated from the fact that it was written almost 10 years ago? I'll give you a hint. A non-binary character. Yeah, yeah, you know that was the black lead, the black uh, or the black romantic lead, or the black teacher. Yeah, these are all things that probably were not in the original script. Yeah, yeah, you know that that they up they did a woke take. Yeah, which I I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. I have mixed feelings on that concept. What do you think about that concept? Let me let you talk. The 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 binary character, someone doing a pass on an old script to make it fit like for times like now, like you know what I mean? Like they rewrite, yeah, character like. I didn't still a mind white woman it. who rewrote it. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind it just because I I was thinking like, you know, it's when, dope that these people it's, are here. It's dope that like this is being represented. Mm-hmm. Um, like something that I like a lot, unlike a lot of shows that I'm seeing more recently, is how like any LGBTQ couples aren't are together but not mentioned. And no one talks about and it. And nobody talks that about it. That was a really dope thing about Booksmart. Yeah. Was that she was just non-binary and no and it one, was nothing. No one talked about yeah, it. Yeah, it was nothing. So I appreciate that, but I see what you're saying as far as I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on both sides because there is a part also of me on both sides. There's a part of me that says like, okay, I can see the inauthentic and the inauthenticity uh, in, you know, inauthenticity. Yes, of this where mm-hmm. it just feels like you know what we can do? And it, it's not, it doesn't come from like a, oh, I just want to tell this story yeah, type place. Yeah. But on the same hand, there's a part of me that also says like. It's normalized. It's normalized. And at a certain point, like doing things in not necessarily in an inauthentic way, but just saying, you know what? Maybe I didn't think of this, but I will force this in because it yeah. needs to be in. Yeah, so like, true, you know. True. Like Fresh Prince. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. White creators still impactful cuz it's a black character. Right. In and a an all black positive, family in a in an all black family that is wealthy and and people have their own issues with that, but still being portrayed as like, you know, normal. Yeah. It's no no one is ever just like it's weird that the banks live in a big house. No, that not is at all. never the case. It is completely normalized that a black family can be wealthy. Yeah. Even though the Cosby's I think were also pretty well off. They were pretty well off, but they were in New York. Well yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, Brownstone, New York is expensive. It's still very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> very expensive. But, but they live. But the but the banks lived on Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so in that in that Probably aspect, in that aspect, I'm like, all right, I I didn't, I don't mind this. I appreciated that the movie was had a woke diverse, <laughs> had a woke somewhat. Pass. Yeah, and that was intentional. I mean, they yeah. talk about it. Yeah, like they you know, do. Olivia, I mean, in Olivia Wilde, of course. Okay, in interviews, she talks about how important it was for her to make it a diverse world. And yeah, then, well, then make one of your leads diverse, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I get it. We gotta, we gotta have some type of start. You gotta power. start, you know. What I mean? You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. We went from one line to five, baby. Progress. Yeah. This is what my ancestors died for. Oh my God, Jaquise, I have been dying to ask you this question, mm-hmm. and I want to ask you. And I'll do so after the break. We back, we back, we back. You excited for that new album? Uh, no. 
What? <laughs> You're a Chicago man. I I'm a, I mean, I'm not like waiting for it. I I would I always would have figured that you were oh, such a you huge know what, fan you know, of what, You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm thinking of the wrong person. Who are you thinking of? For whatever reason, I was thinking of because somebody I heard like the other day, like Drake was making a new album, oh. and I'm thinking of Drake. Now I know you're talking about Chance. Yes, yes. I am excited. Because you just said we back, we back, we back. <laughs> I know, I but like, for whatever reason, like that also equates Drake to me because well, I think Drake has an album ready to go. We I do won't talk too. about it. We won't talk about it. We won't talk about why his album's ready to go, and we're not gonna talk about if it's gonna come out tomorrow or not. Yeah, we know why though. We're not talking about it. By the time this episode comes out, we're not out, talking about it. We'll know. We're not talking about it. We don't have to. You can talk about what you wanted to talk about before we went to break. Yeah, but uh, I think I'm excited for that album. I only have one stipulation for that album. If that song that he did on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, uh-huh. where he had Daniel Caesar on it, do you know what song I'm talking about? No. It's called First World Problems. Okay. If that's not on the album, you're going to hate it. Bad album to me. Because that track mm-hmm. went so hard. And mm-hmm. I'm tired of artists going on shows, on I late night shows, and doing these tracks, and then they never come out. Yeah, I agree with that. Like when Kendrick came on Colbert Rapport. And did um uh 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 what the black man say? And then like yeah, uh, uh, which it did but come it out come on out untitled. untitled. It came out on Untitled Unmastered, but the version on Untitled Unmastered isn't as good as the version that he did on Colbert. Yeah, and I was like, God I still don't know it. what the song was that Gambino did on SNL when he debuted This Is America. Yes, yes. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out like, did I just miss it? Or... No, it's not out. And there's also no album, which is yeah. so infuriating. Yeah. And then on top of that, when J. Cole went on fucking, uh, uh, which is still one of my favorite live performances. I've, I talked about it. I hate J. Cole. Well, I'm coming around J. Cole recently. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But um, one of my favorite live performances was when he came on that show. And then he fucking did that song. All I want to do is take the chains off. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that song is nowhere. It's annoying, dude. It's, it's very no, annoying. And it's such a good track. It's like, yo, I, like, let your art be seen. Yes. Let it breathe, man. Yeah, why are y'all doing these one-off tracks? Because we like one-off shit. Because, like, shit doesn't stay popular as long as people want it to, unfortunately. That's fair. That's fair. That's why albums are getting shorter. Yeah. Because it's easier for stream. Yeah, which is, you know, I get it. It's the world we live in, but there is a part of me that, you know, Misses like a good fifteen track album. Okay, of course, uh, I miss a good fifty. I miss a good eight nine minute song. Yeah, like I don't mind it if it's a good ass song. Then I'm good with it. Uh, we were talking about Runaway at the top of this. Yeah, late registration is nineteen tracks. I think yeah. or some shit. Like oh, it's so long. <laughs> it's so, it's long. so long. I love it. I fucking love it, um, uh, including skits. So speaking about art that disappears, uh, well, shout out to Kyle Meeks. Uh, he mm. was uh, mm, mm-hmm, a, a Culture mm-hmm. Kings fan that was in town, spent the entire Friday with me, really. He came oh, and dope. watched Harold Friday. Then we got drinks at Birds. Nice. Then we got drinks at, um, I don't remember, some bar near UCB Sunset. Then we watched Jaquise perform. I didn't even know Jaquise was in the show. I was just like, yeah, honestly, the show. show. That is, that he did this, uh, this oh, sketch show. Oh, that sketch show. Yeah. That show was terrible. I don't know. I mean, he uh, was very excited to see you perform. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he, we all went to the study together afterwards. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, shout out, dude. Shout out. Uh, listen, man. If anybody ever comes to LA, hit us up, man. Hit us we'll up. Fucking sometimes, hang out with you. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it ends up 
you spending the entire night with yeah. us. <laughs> he came to uh, he came to three on three, and I think he came to. And then late he night. went to Harold late night right afterwards. Yeah, the next week. So I was thinking about it. I was like, man, because Kyle was asking me about how he got on a team and all this stuff, and I was thinking about how much time I invested in this and all of all of that. And then I thought about like, man, am I wasting time doing this? Like, am I? You know me and my existential crises I have every single moment of the day. But then I also thought about if someone went back in time to Haiti, 1796, there's a Mont Plaisir guy working the fields, and someone came up to him and said, one day your descendant will be on stage telling dick jokes. <laughs> what would he even say? He would kill himself. <laughs> you first think of all, he, first of all, he would be like. So you you think that they'd be disappointed? I think the first two questions would be like, "What the fuck is a stage?" And what the fuck is a dick? <laughs> what the fuck is a dick? <laughs> <laughs> I know what a poo is. Was, I don't yeah. know what a dick is. And then once it was explained to him what both of those things were, I think, I think I, here's the thing. I think you would have to add a caveat to that. I think you would have to add, and he's enjoying it, and it's the path to success. Because without that, he would be like, the fuck is he doing that for? Here's why I disagree. Okay. I think we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. And I think because they lived in a world where only white people had options. Mm -hmm. And what essentially us doing this means is we have options. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's really hard for my parents to to grasp. Like, I think... And this is like a really bad take, but I think if Jaden Smith was a burnout, I would still think that he's a successful black person. Yeah. Because he gets to be a a rich kid burnout that's black, and that's never existed before. Yeah. I went into a really deep loop with this recently. I mean, I agree. Like, just, I mean, Jaden Smith, what has he done differently then actually, I can tell you what he's done differently. He's done better. Yeah, but he's done what better. Is he, yeah. What has he done differently done... than like a Justin Bieber, uh, for instance, and, as far uh, as how he's at? Yeah, Justin Bieber's done worse. A, give me another rich kid. Give me a kid who's a descendant of like you know some someone very successful. Yeah. like you said, he's done better he's than done most better. of them. Uh, and not only just and by better, I also mean like let's not forget. I, every chance I get, I'm giving Jaden Smith props. Let's not forget the dude. Spent time trying to get clean water. It's still spending time getting clean water to Flint. Yes. Like, yes. this kid is 20-something. Wanted to become a, a musician and said, I'm going to do it my own way. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, uh, uh, goes out and gets the best people to direct his videos, make his beats and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Most rich kids don't try that hard. No. And I know people's like, well, he has the opportunities to try. But you know what's cool about that? No black person has ever had those. Nobody's ever had those. And... I, I always hate that. I, I always hate that argument. Like, well, he has opportunities that I don't have. Well, what would you rather him do with them? Nothing? Like, if he has them, it, shouldn't it be commendable that he's using them to try to do good? Like, I, I, I never get that argument. The, the, of, that's why I'm saying. Yeah. Were there while, like, the fact that you could be like, yo, man, one day your son's going to live, one day your descendants is going to live on his mom's couch. Yeah. And not pay rent. 
and his mom's gonna take care of him. They're like, what? That's an option? Right. He's got a cow. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm too. Someone, you, someone can you. hop in the DMs and be like, Eggy, you wilding on this take. No, I feel you. I but feel I you. think that we're coming to a place where we can have options. Now, I understand that a lot of people, there's a lot of talk right now about middle middle class black people and how we've forgotten about the poor and all of that stuff. I 100% think all of that is true. And I think there's a lot more that black people in the middle class and obviously the rich can do to not forget about black people who are poor, black people who need a lot more help and stuff like that. Like, you know, creating those systems to like do it. But I also think that we're forgetting that someone walking through a door shows other people that that door is open. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that, man. And it is beneficial to see, yo, this person can be, yeah, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with Booksmart, <clears throat> where it's like, yo, I see this, I see this non-binary character. And, oh, yeah, and it's just normal. I can write that. Or yes. I can be in that. I also want to know if she was really a uh, binary character or if they just made that actor or actress look like that. Look like that? Like they wasn't written that way? That's a good- well, not even written that way, but, like, they just said, hey, I, I want to know if they, it's like the whole, if you're an amputee, did you use a real amputee? Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, you're asking if, they, if that person is actually gender non-binary? Yeah. I mean, that's a stellar performance because that person just read that way to me 100%. 100%. I, when, I mean, yeah. 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 I don't know if that's problematic to say. but I mean, no. Like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. We're starting uh, to not give a fuck about problematic. <laughs> it's well, like, that's a whole other conversation. That's I whole mean, like, I give a fuck about it. I'm not trying to do problematic but shit. But we can be overreaching. But people... Like saying that... An all-black writer's room is performing their blackness by having hot sauce on a table. Yeah, I remember that. Who said that again? I saw that tweet. I don't know, give that person energy. Yeah, I thought it was a whack take. Uh, such a whack take. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just like, we got to have a problem with every fucking thing. But again, even the idea that we're saying the word all-black writer's room is insane. insane. I don't think we take enough time. I think we spend so much more time shitting on people within our own community. Like, the fact that Jay-Z could not enjoy being a billionaire for one minute before someone already started writing the take, all billionaires are bad, black or not, fucking infuriates me. It fucking infuriates me because no one does that shit to white people. We spend more time calling out each other than we do white people. I'm sorry if that makes me a hotep. I'm sorry if that makes me, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it it, it fucking boils my blood. Yeah. Here's my take on it. Nobody should be a billionaire. If I go out every day and do $10,000 worth of work, eventually I want to be a fucking billionaire, too. (laughs) Like I, you know, like I, I, I don't understand. I, I get the deeper. Oh, I got some. I get the deeper meaning of what that means. Yeah, is, about, well, there's an there's, issue of distribution of wealth. Exactly. In this I 100 percent get that. But those are two different statements. But those are two different statements. I'll use this example because I'm more well versed in in this. It's the whole teachers athletes thing. I'm not saying teachers shouldn't make more money. They should. They should make a lot of money. They should make a whole bunch of money. But I hate when people use the argument of, how come these athletes are making millions of dollars, but these teachers are... Because those athletes are generating millions of dollars. (laughs) Yeah. It's really as simple as that. (laughs) Like, when LeBron James goes to Cleveland, him stepping on the city limits of Cleveland makes every part he steps on 
a million dollars richer. And they're going through a, a, an issue right now in the city of Cleveland. Yeah. Because and, the promise of him returning made a lot of people do certain things financially. Yeah. And then him abruptly leaving created, like, you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden you're making a ton of money, and then all of a sudden the demand dies. It dies dramatically. And, and it's not just, like, that's, that's jobs that's created. You want to get progressive? That nigga going to Cleveland created jobs. <laughs> Like it, it so that's, like well, one Jackie. I want to say that's not a that's not necessarily a progressive take. Well, uh, I know. I'm just saying like so a little it, bit, a little bit of a trickle down economy. No, uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Like it, I understand what you're it, trying to say. Yeah, it's just it, it baffles my fucking mind. So this idea that and I know it's the socialist idea, and you know I consider myself progressive ish. I guess. Uh, the part of progressive that I don't consider myself is this you're either with us or against us type shit that progressives uh, sometimes portray onto other fucking people who are like, yo, I'm on the same side as you, bro. Uh, and that annoys me. But I, I just, I can't understand this concept that if you work hard and you generate money, you do good shit with your money, you do all the work, you're making money that you shouldn't be rich. You should <laughs> yeah. like you should be rich. And I think you can be responsibly rich. Like I think exactly. that's definitely a conversation to have. Is exactly. Like, is this wealth hurting people? Is this like I think we just have to ask more questions. I yeah. think a lot more questions should be asked before people write something. Yeah, I agree, dude. And and it's not my. I think I I forgot the argument I was making with somebody, but some on Twitter a month or two ago, we were arguing like this money thing. And I was like, we need to change the conversation. Oh, it was not on Twitter. It was on C- on Facebook. Worse. Which is even worse. But it was somebody who was saying there are no good CEOs. Nobody should be a CEO. Blah, 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 blah. This is just hot And, and it, was, it was a white dude. It was a white dude who, it was a privileged white dude who had the privilege to say that. And I was like, and I told him, I was like, yo, that's your white privilege talking, and you fucked for that. Because... You're telling a whole bunch of people of color and a whole bunch of people who scratch and claw and they don't see a path to that. You're telling them that that dream for them, that entrepreneurship, that entrepreneurship for them is wrong and it means nothing. And that's bullshit. Here's one of my hottest takes about socialism uh, and not about socialism, about a lot of those kinds of people, because I, I think socialism idea is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with it a lot. But a lot of times it does seem like like it's the same thing like. I'm seeing like Jack Allison talk shit about showrunners and all that stuff. Be like, there's no such thing as a good showrunner and all that. It feels like white people went and did something, enjoyed it, saw it as bad, and then or did bad things with it, and are now saying, "Yo, no one can do this." Yeah. And the way that I think of it is like, if we were all in line to go to a bar, and all the white people got in the bar first, trashed the bar, and then came outside and being like, "Yo, this bar sucks." Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, the bar doesn't suck. You just fucked up. You just fucked up. And the way that you run in this bar, because like, like you know, showrunners have done bad things, but studies have shown that when a room is ran by people of color, their hiring practices are a lot different. Mm-hmm. But the way that they treat each other, is that, especially women of color, I think women of color. I'm pretty sure there's a study, and please, someone. Back me up or prove me wrong, but there's a study that proves that like women of color are like some of the best bosses, especially when considering hiring processes and yeah. how diverse their employees are. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the idea of this like white people were just like we did it first, we did it bad, and now no one else should do it. And yeah, because it's, like, mm, it's bad. Because no. it's bad. It's like no, I think you just did it bad. Yeah, yeah, you just did it bad. That's what I was like, yo, there's nothing wrong with CEOs. As a matter of fact, ninety five percent of companies 
need their CEOs. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of the top companies out there. Yeah, yeah, they're wealthy. But 95, they need them. What we need to be talking about is the responsibility of wealth. That's yes. the conversation that we yeah. need to have. The ethics of their the job. The ethics of their job and the way they – so, like and, – and it's just people don't, don't grasp that type of shit, which pisses me off. Casting is not a bad process. The way that casting has been handled recently is bad. Yeah. The idea of, like, you sleep with me and all that stuff. It is about renewing it and, again, changing the faces of these people, these people who have believed that they can use their power and abuse their power mm-hmm. because they don't appreciate their power because their power was always there. It was just a more powerful position. But someone who has worked their way there, someone who has, ooh, I, can, I don't know. I could go off forever. I'm not going to I mean, yeah, dude. Because some more things popped in my head, and I was just like, hmm. Yeah, we, we, got, we got things to think about. We got things to think about. Uh, yeah, dude. I, it's, it's annoying. I got in a recently, over the past week, uh, not to, I don't want to get political, even though we've been talking about sociopolitics and economical politics for the past few minutes. Uh, but I, the thing that annoys me most about Twitter is when you post something in support or in praise of one thing and people take it as an attack on the thing that they enjoy. And I'm sure that isn't a new thing. I'm sure it's amplified now because we have an easier have way access. to yeah. access people and, and, and shit yeah. like that. But man, do I just not get it. I just don't, I don't get how praise for one thing is somehow seen as an attack on another. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the reasons why I just truly hate like the LeBron-Jordan argument. Like, praising LeBron doesn't mean Jordan wasn't great, and praising Jordan doesn't mean LeBron isn't great. Like, Or, like, how everyone on Twitter was just like, well, fuck it. Like, I mean, I think truly uh, how everyone reacted to Steph Curry's Game 3 loss was proof in how fucking weak some LeBron fans can be. Yeah. being like, well, hell yeah. Now you know what it feels like. Now and it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't you mad at how it felt like? Yeah, so then are you happy that someone else feels that yeah. way now? Then you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. Like, you're just being a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, dude. And, yeah, the whole, I made a post about Elizabeth Warren just praising her, and, of course, some Bernie fans took that as an attack on him. <sighs> she's a better candidate. And, so the very, they were just insecure because she's clearly a better candidate. I mean, not that she, she is. handles herself so much better. I mean, yes, does she have this giant blip in that she made the Native American comment? Sure. I just think that she's her policies are better. The way she's handling herself is better. That her how she is so aware of her message is better. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I watched how Bernie talked to a Black Lives Matter person on his stage. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I think I've seen it time and time again. I think one the one thing. And listen, I voted for Bernie in the primaries. Sure. Uh, in 2016, I voted for him. But what I keep telling people, this dude has said some things. That have let my dog whistles go off. It's perked my fucking ears, dude. Like, race doesn't matter. <laughs> like, and I'm so tired. White and black. Because there's some black people who do this. Come on. Who fucking. Corbin. Who fucking point to that one damn picture from when he was arrested, like, back during the Selma time. I'm like, get the fuck, man, get the fuck out of here. I don't get no fuck about that picture from 55 years ago. I just don't. What have you done for me lately? And it's not even that. It's just like, yo, great. 
He was being a decent fucking human being, standing up for people. For basic human rights. Yeah, like, what does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? It doesn't mean shit to me. It doesn't mean shit to me when you tell me, like, uh, identity politics is a bad thing. It's not. Like, it doesn't mean anything to me. In fact, I think that this election has proven, or 2016 was a a massive proof of how identity politics plays a huge thing. It plays a huge fucking deal. Like, so I, you know. You alienated alienated black voters. You alienated white voters over the age of 30. mm -hmm. And you lost. Yep. Yep. So, I don't know. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Anyways, my main point is. That if someone goes back into time to 1796 and you go to Chuck Mel Haiti and you meet <laughs> one of my ancestors, please tell them I do improv. Tell me how they react and come back and then tell me. But then also don't. Don't do that because you might set off it. Well, actually, no. I've already had this argument. I've already had this argument with someone. Chakis, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'll ask you how you feel about it after the break. Okay. I was talking to Janine about this. Janine Hogan. Shout out to Janine Hogan. Hogan Heroes. And it's a time thing that I feel like the Avengers answered. So let's say someone goes back in the time they talk to my ancestor and they tell him about improv. Uh-huh. And then he goes, what? And then that causes some sort of chain reaction where I no longer do improv. Do I here no longer exist or do I keep going? Like he's just like, what the fuck is improv? Right, right. And then the, and the slave master's do like, why mean- are you talking? And then they shoot and they kill him. Right. Then you don't exist. Incorrect. You don't exist anymore. Incorrect. Incorrect. How is that incorrect? Literally, Avengers is all about proving that that idea of time doesn't make any sense. Because how did that person get back there? If I no longer exist, that person can't go back there because I never told them to go back there. Time doesn't just collapse on itself. It disappears. What happens is, like they say, that they show. A new timeline creates. Thank you. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Because people can't see what you're about to draw. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. So yes, like, yes, It's like He's this. drawing two lines. And then yes. and other, like, you know what I mean? And he's Which is some, why in the yes. Avengers, they can go back. That was my favorite part of that movie, to be honest. I, okay, so here. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'm willing to hear your rebuttal. Here is, here is not even so much a rebuttal. But if we are going off of that, right? That time, that our time as we know it would, nothing would change. No. Right? Nothing would change. Uh, but in the whatever timeline, if you go back to, then you definitely would not there's exist. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's a, there's a timeline with no multiple years at all. But then is that acknowledging that there's just a whole bunch of multiple timelines going concurrently? Yes. At the same time? Yes. Waiting for something to change it? Yes. And I think that Spider Man is about that. Okay. Uh, do you think that's what deja vu is? Because yes. my idea of deja vu, yes. my because he dates her, right? He uh, dates her. Uh, oh, deja vu, the concept, not deja yeah. vu, the movie, which is also about the concept. No, 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 no. But, uh, but the movie, together. the concept, deja vu. Because my idea of deja vu is there's multiple yes. worlds where yes. we're living in, yes, where all this same shit is happening, yes. and then sometimes it it collapses on itself. Yeah, it's all. Con- I don't know what the unit is, but it's all in one unit. Yeah. I know I sound crazy right now, and I know my hair is all frizzed. No, no, no. I agree with that. I, but I think I think time splinters off more than we think it does. Yeah, no, I I I don't think the I don't think we are in a singular 
timeline. I think there is no way. multiple timelines where no way we like we're doing different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a timeline where Hillary won. I think there's a timeline where Hillary they were Donald Trump didn't even run for president. Like you know, yeah. I, I think there's there's just all these things. Like little things. I think time is constantly splintering off. Yeah. Here here's what I think. I think it's either one or two things. If science as we've been presented is true that the universe is ever expanding. I'm not talking about religion. Fuck religion. But the universe, scientifically, if yes. the universe is ever expanding, yes. and it's never ending, and there's parts that we'll never get to, solar systems, galaxies, blah, 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 that that has to be true. Yes. Or, yes. or the universe ends. I don't think it can. But 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 I that's what I'm don't saying. Think it can. But we're basing that off of we're basing that off of just what we know and what we've been I told. Think we can end. I don't think the universe. No no can no end. no no no. I don't mean the universe can end. I mean the universe is not endless. Oh. Okay. Like the universe ends at a certain I point. I understand what you're saying. Like it only if the multiverse doesn't exist. Yes. yes. Like the, like the universe. It, like the universe is either this table and this table never ends. Or the universe starts here and ends here. Yes. Uh, those are the only two explanations. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I don't believe that's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. But here's why I disagree with you, is that they can't be the only two explanations because that's the multiverse. There are more explanations than just those two <laughs> explanations. On the first extended table, <laughs> yes, there are more. <laughs> On the second table, these are only two explanations. Those are the only, there are more than just those two explanations, and, and we'll yeah. never understand it. I Man, I, I wish... If there is life after death, I wish that these answers could be answered. I don't think, I don't want it. I would, man. I don't want it. Or, or I would want a self-realized visit. Like, I would want, I'm in a new place and I, I self-realize it. Here's why I don't want it. I've always had this vision uh, place in my head sometimes of what would happen if someone got the ability to talk to a cat and explain to a cat what a cat is, mm-hmm. I think that cat would fucking depress itself and die. And I think that's what is so wrong with our society is that the reason why so many people are depressed is that we are more aware of our mortality mm-hmm. than anyone else has ever been for so much longer than anyone else has ever been. Mm-hmm. The life expectancy used to be so fucking low. I mean, it was very short. It was so low. Yeah. And now... Especially if you were black. Yeah. And now you're alive for so long, knowing that you're alive for so long in this meaningless, ever-expanding universe, mm-hmm. and it weighs on you. Yeah. Like, I just imagine a, a, a golden retriever. Someone who explained to a golden retriever, hey, you're living this finite life. You're going to die at some point. You've been fed by all these people. Sometimes they hate taking care of you. You know, you shit on... Mm-hmm. I think it would be... Awareness is a, is a killing disease. That's true. I agree with that. But like, there's also a, a universe. Do you remember the moment when you stopped being a kid and you could see no. things? You could like, like whenever I imagine being a kid, I remember things looking differently. And then I just remember this switch where I'm like, I saw things that I never saw before. Well, that moment happened for me when I accidentally walked in on my mom. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. And like, then all of a sudden the world was a different color. Yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> uh, and I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was. There's also a universe where that cat talks to you and tells me and tells you what you really are. Oof. Cuz there's cuz there's a theory that 
cats just think we are big, we are big clumsy big, cats. Big, yes. yes. <laughs> like, that's yes. all they they're I've like heard this before. you're just a clumsy ass cat. Yeah. Uh and so they talk to you and be like, Let me tell you about yourself. Let me tell you about yourself. <laughs> Let me tell you, Let me tell you about what yourself. you don't know. And then you're just like, God damn, that's is it. this true? I wouldn't want to live in that world. That Oof. would be crazy. Uh this is not gonna it, there is a possibility that this series will be over. We're not talking about it. By the time this episode. We don't have to talk about it in full. We're not talking about it. We don't have to talk about it in full because I know it's upsetting you. We're not talking about it. It's upset. Well, let me ask you this then. Please. Because you're a Kevin Durant fan. Massive. But you've stated that you're not a Warriors fan. Not. So with that in mind, wouldn't you want the Warriors to lose this? Not at all. And I I also disagree with anyone that believes that Kevin Durant wants these people to lose. Oh, that's a terrible take. I I think that's a terrible take. Because this is where I'm working. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, even if you work on, I know I always do these comparisons, but even if you're on a Herald team that you, like, DiCaprio, Mm -hmm. terrible experience for me. Mm -hmm. Bullied on that team, like, you know, stuff like that. Not bullied, but just... Issues. Yeah. It still hurt when we got cut. Of course. Even though I was renewed, it, I still was hurt. And even more so, the first couple of months on Leroy was rough because I kept being like, well, on DiCaprio. Like, you know what I mean? It was still in my head because that's where I was. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Durant is on this team. So I'm still going to be sad if they lose. Right. Now, if they had done him dirty, if they had done something like that, I'd be fucking happy. But, yeah. But not when he's there. Yeah. He's I feel employed. You. you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Listen, if they make this comeback, and it's very clear that this episode could possibly come out and the series is over. I want to say that. Yeah. Or the series is still going. And that's insane. Tomorrow, we'll know. We'll know. We'll know. We'll know. But if they make this comeback, and he comes back, and they make this comeback, is he, I, I think he takes a throne above LeBron James. I won't even speak on it. I won't even speak on it at this point. Jaquise, you're not going to hear me speak on it. I, you don't have to. I will. I think he takes the throne above LeBron James for this reason. I know LeBron also did it. I know LeBron did it. But LeBron did it the other way. LeBron, the, the, and, and I'm here to let you know, for all the people out there, the Carl Tarts of the world, be like, you hating on LeBron, nigga. I'm not hating on LeBron. No, Jaquise thinks the series is over. But, yeah, I think the series is over. I think the Warriors are going to lose. I don't want to make sure you say uh, that a lot. <laughs> but... LeBron did it the other way. LeBron's 3-1 comeback is legitimate. It was against the best team in NBA history. Legitimate. But what's the knock on that series? Draymond went down. Steph was hurt. Steph was hurt. And that's how you came back. I'm not saying that's fair. I kind of agree. But I'm not saying that's fair. This way would be the opposite way. This team sucked without you. Not sucked. But they couldn't get it done without you. You come back and you lead them to a championship. Nigga, this your throne. This your throne. And if you ask me, you got a better career than LeBron James. I said it. I said it. But it's contingent on if they come back. Ooh, we'll see. I said that conversation hard, Jaquise, because my, oh, I'm we'll online. See. I keep refreshing my page to see any news he practiced today. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. I, I, ah, this has been the most stressful finals I've ever fucking experienced. Here's what I hope. I hope he comes back. I hope they win today without him, and then he comes back game six and seven. I want them to win a game without him again. I do. I do. But just just because if he comes back today, I still think Toronto can get one out of the next three. But If, if they, all they need is one. 
Right, that's what I'm saying. All I think they can get if Durant came back today. I think Toronto. I don't. Uh, think, I think Toronto can today still win. You mean Wednesday. They're, oh, Monday. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's what I'm saying. If he comes back Monday, mm-hmm. I still think the Warriors can steal one of those three games. Game five, six, or seven. It, even if Durant plays all three, but if the Warriors win Game five without Durant. That's going to give the warrior, the other Warriors players the confidence they need where Durant coming back is just icing on the cake. Kevin Durant has just been listed as questionable for game five. He's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. I just put on my sunglasses. He's coming back. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a classic edition of Culture Kings. Very classic. Very classic. At Edgar Montplazier on Twitter. At AwfulGram on the gram. At Jaquise Neal on every single piece of social media around. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who's listening to this for the first time, this is the first ever episode you've ever listened to of Culture Kings. That's not who we are. We were introducing each other right there. That's right. That's very true. Figure that out. At Culture Kings Pod on everything, y'all. Summer is here. So go ahead and hop on tpublic.com slash Culture Kings and get that hot summer merch. I was just at Barnesdale Park with Anna. She Great was, place. She was tanning. In <laughs> fact, I did not recognize her for a while because I was like, who that white woman in that hat? But it was Anna. Anyways, uh, it felt good to rock that light Culture Kings red hoodie out there. And people were looking at it like, oh, that's a nice hoodie. I like that logo. And I was like, hmm, listen to the pod. Ooh. So if you want to get those nice street compliments while you're out, Tanning, go ahead and hit up tpublic.com slash culture kings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And since RJ Walker always lets me know, man, you be so trash when you promote past that blunt. Uh, what that nigga don't know is I got too many fucking shows to promote. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Uh, it's hard. Facts. It's hard Facts. to promote. Facts. When people, when you have all these shows and then people get tired of you promoting. Facts. There's a strategy to this, Facts. man. Facts. Blip Past That Blunt is coming back a couple times this month at Ooh. DCM. It'll be coming back. We got a special surprise coming up Friday with it. Uh, so, you know, What's find the surprise me. on Friday? We just have it coming back randomly. Oh, uh, I'm not in town. I, that's why I didn't ask you, because I knew you were in New York. I'm in New York for uh, Anna's birthday. Happy birthday, Anna. But you will Happy be there birthday, for Anna. the DCM one. I told you, um, Keith, if, if you show if up. If you have to handcuff me to you to make sure I'm there, do it. Yes, and it shall be fun. It shall be fun. This is Wednesday. It's happening Friday at midnight. If you're in LA, come out to it. And that's all I got to say. June 30th, Fox, mm-hmm. 9.30 p.m. This is the premiere of What Just Happened with Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give it a watch. And uh, go ahead and give The Wokest a listen. Oh, that's too kind. The Wokest. Get in on Stitcher Premium. Use the promo code WOKEST. For a free month. Free month. Just and, do that. And here's my recommendation. Last episode comes out like in August. Just do that month then. Listen to them all in a row. Do it. Do that. Hey, do this. Have a great Wednesday, y'all. Have a great weekend. Peace, niggas.